Do you love sports? You're in the right place. This is the Game On Podcast with your host, Christian Jones. All right, what is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Game On Podcast, hosted by Brownfield News and Brownfield Online. And today we have actually our first guest ever, <laughs> uh, coach of the Brownfield tennis team, Coach That's Rich good. Hammonds. How are you doing today, Coach? I'm doing good. Thank you. How about you guys? Pretty good, man. Good. Just hanging out. Yes, sir. All right, so let's jump right into it. First and foremost, we have a fall schedule this year. Yes, sir. What is the importance of fall uh, for your fa- tennis team? The fall schedule, there's several things. I mean, obviously, the, the extra practice hours, uh, hitting against some of these opponents that are, you know, opponents that we won't ever get to see at 3A is great because the fall schedule allows us to play up. So we're playing a 4A schedule. We're playing with 4A competition in a 4A district. Uh, the extra reps definitely help. But also, team tennis is so big on camaraderie and, and a team aspect. In the spring season, it's so much individual and it's so much, you know, my position, singles, doubles, mixed doubles, wherever I'm at, how I'm doing a lot more than how the team's doing. So in this one, we play, uh, we play six singles lines on the boys' side, six singles lines on the girls' side. We play three doubles lines on the boys' side, three doubles lines on the girls' side, and one mixed team. So there's 19 total matches. The first team to win 10 wins the match. And, you know, it, it gives the kids, whenever they come off the court, the players go and find their team. They support their teammates. They really cheer for them because, yeah, I may win my singles and doubles. Well, that's, that's two of the 10 we need. So, mm-hmm. you know, you get behind your team. And that's, that's one of the biggest things of it is tennis has so long been viewed as an individual sport that having that team aspect really, re- really just makes it a lot more fun. And that's something you've always been big on is building camaraderie and everybody getting along, helping yes, each other out. That's been a huge part of your game since I got here, and you've been coaching for way longer than I've been here. <laughs> and y'all have a stacked schedule. Yes, sir. A we do. A stacked schedule. I know we were talking about it before we jumped on, but man. Yes, sir. The, the, they're going to be tired. There's a lot of matches in a short amount of time, and you know we, we definitely get to see where we stand and what we need to work on, and hopefully we'll have a real good idea of that going into district, but uh, for those players that are getting back and getting into it, this is it, it, we're going to hit the ground running. There's no doubt. So what kind of things are we looking for? So in the fall, obviously, we're getting good reps. We're getting the camaraderie and stuff like that. But what mm-hmm. kind of technical things are we looking to build on going into the spring? Right. So there's a lot of the stuff in the fall that we really look to see, kind of what doubles teams are working out, how we're – how we're playing in doubles, how we look in mixed doubles, our, our singles players, you know, uh, you get to see your top six all get to go out there in singles, and we get to watch them every match, and we've got a lot of matches to get, a, you know, a, a, our eyes on them an awful lot. I think we play around 20 matches or so in the fall, so we get a lot of different things, and we'll get to change up the doubles teams as we go along to see kind of what all's happening. But uh, with our singles, you know, th- there's – you can go back years and years and years. We always, it's hard to say, but you peg a kid as like, oh man, going to be our singles player. This kid is loving singles, doing great singles. Well, then they go out and turn it on in doubles. And all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're shifting gears. And so it gives us a chance to see them in all of the different areas, kind of uh, look to what we need to be focusing on a little bit more in the spring and where that drive needs to be. Is this kid going to be a singles player, a doubles player? That way we're not spending so much of our time when we get to tournament season. We get eight tournaments. So we're not spending as much of this time in tournament season trying to figure out, well, is singles or doubles going to work? Let's try in doubles this tournament. Let's try in singles this tournament. Let's try in doubles with somebody else this tournament. And all of a sudden, we're down to three or four tournaments, and we got to make a decision. So it's a lot of time to go ahead and make decisions that you don't have to make technically in season, per se. That's exactly right. just gives us a good chance to see them everywhere. And then you have 
not a new roster, but you know, it's you graduated <laughs> a lot. It's we a did. younger team. It is. Who exactly? I guess we don't have to na- like name names, but is there anybody that you're really excited to come up and see? Oh, sure. Um, on our boys' side, our boys, we we've had challenge matches going on, and it's going to be very competitive. Uh, we've got several. They're they're moving up. They're sophomores that are going to be moving up and playing on varsity. We've got a few juniors that'll be moving up in that spot, and I mean, it's just. Every day is some great matches going on uh, between those kids. So definitely looking forward to seeing what those what those guys are going to bring. And with our uh, our our uh, JV doubles champions last year, Ethan and Caden, uh, Ethan McPherson and Caden Connett, they're both going to be moving up onto the varsity ladder. So we'll see kind of how that plays out. And of course, they're going to be trying out new doubles partners, trying to you know uh, get used to somebody else and different styles of play. But and the same on our girls' side, um, we've had uh, Maddie. Brizendine, she's been playing great. She's going to move up, and that's a freshman that's going to be inside of our top six. So she'll be getting doubles and singles action. We'll get to see her out on the court an awful lot. Get to see several others that are moving up, and I'm I'm really curious to see how that's going to pan out. Because like you mentioned, even those that were you know playing around four, five, six, seven last year, they're going to be moving up to to the top spots. And then Maddie Brizendine, correct me if I'm wrong, but that is Thomas Brizendine's little sister. That's exactly right. So, so. she has a, a big name. <laughs> That's exactly right. Thomas just graduated, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he's not going to be playing. He is not. So he he's made g- that decision. That's right. He made the decision to go to West Texas A&M and continue his education up there. I think last I talked to him, work on education and hopefully mm-hmm. come back, be a teacher, coach, and do all that good stuff, man. And we know you love to do that. Oh, yes, sir. Go ahead and bring yes, them back to coach. That's exactly Especially right. Especially Thomas. I mean, he was uh, a great talent. Great talent. Great kid. Just an excellent young man. A two-time defending district champion, you know. Uh, you came out there and watched him. They were they were head and shoulders above the competition. He oh, put God. in so much work, and I think he'd be great. And whatever he does, but with the amount of work that he put in, he'll do great. So this is kind of not exactly off topic, but it's it's different. With all the changes going on in college sports right now, are you scared at all that they're going to trickle down into high school? So with the mm-hmm. NIL and paying players, because mm-hmm. Texas legislation has brought it up right. to allow that in high schools. Is, are you worried about that at all? Man, I, I've seen it, and I've I've seen lots of discussion on it. <laughs> That's been very popular. I try to stay out of it and just uh, keep my head down and figure that we'll keep doing what we're doing, and if it... We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Try not to get too anxious about it, but I'd be I'd be curious to see what would happen at the high school level. I'm not sure that I'm. I mean, the college level is changing a lot. It's changing college athletics quickly. The fast. face of college athletics fast. is changing fast. Month so. to month. Yes, exactly. Or even week to week. So I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's nuts, but I mean, we had to talk. That's why it's insane. It's a it, huge topic of discussion everywhere, especially here in Texas right now. Yes. And uh, a lot of from what I've heard, a lot of people are either loving it or you just don't. Right, right. And it changes everything. And it does. More than just uh, the payer getting played, it changes how a coach should handle their high school players. That's completely. exactly right. Because, I mean, for example, if you were to get a player that got an NIL offer in high school, how do you manage that having a whole team behind them? Like you said, team camaraderie, mm-hmm. that can affect that. Absolutely it can. It can play a huge role in that. So. It's kind of it's 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 hard to believe. It really is. You know, uh, I was I was shocked at how quickly 
it has changed the college game. You know, I, you hear about NIL deals left and right now, and now you got, you know, with the transfer portal and kids moving around, and it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, transfer portal is insane, too. It's almost like uh, pro teams now, you know. No, they it can really just, is. It's like NFL free agency. That's exactly right. It really is. It's, it's insane, and they're getting offered. This isn't little money. No, I mean, no, gosh, no. These are huge deals. It is. You're like, exactly right. Millions, hundreds of thousands. Oh, yeah. For college players exactly i mean if that were to trickle down how do you expect a high school student you know 15 to 18 to mentally handle all of the publicity the money and all that stuff that comes with nil deals no you're exactly right you're gonna have to start teaching classes on that stuff because college players struggle with the same thing you know and even grown men in the nfl (laughs) nba all major pro sports they all someone struggles they struggle with absolutely and, and at this level, yeah, that I can't imagine being in that situation when I was in high school. That was the last thing on my mind, you know. That's <laughs> another mean, big like, thing I want to talk about. Like, how would you now, not saying it's going to happen, anything mm-hmm. like that, but how would you approach helping one of your players? Let's say, for example, Thomas Brizendine last year mm-hmm. gets an NIL offer. How would you approach teaching him how to handle that, or would you even try to help? Is that out of your parameters as a coach right that's something that i definitely don't have any experience in i think it's one of those things where you sit down and and there's there's lots of conversations obviously uh one of the one of the best parts of being a coach there's a lots of there's lots of conversations you get to have with the kids and i think that's one of them and and the main thing there is just to let them know that hey i'm here to support you like that that's why i signed up for it Uh, I'm your biggest fan. I'll be in your corner. I want to be there for any questions. And if I don't have the answers, I'll find somebody that does have the answers. We'll bring the people in. We've got the resources around us to make sure that you're comfortable with whatever's whatever's happening. And then you are a parent. Yes, sir. This is a different perspective from the coaching world. You're raising a child in today's world. He's Mm -hmm. great at sports. He or she is great at sports. Mm -hmm. They move in. They move up the ranks. They get an NIL deal. At that point, does the college discussion change? Like, which college you're going to go to, how you're going to go about it, and are we going to look at potentially the money that can be made? <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, that's one of those things that, that uh, you'd almost be a fool not to. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, you know, we, we have those discussions with my boys, even starting out now, that, you know, hey, I've... I was a Red Raider. Your grandfather was a Red Raider. I want to see you. You know, we we we've got them in the uh, in the alumni association. So Texas Tech, you know, indoctrinates them and it sends so them all their gifts. So, gotta be a Red so then all of a sudden it changes. You're exactly right. You know, but yeah, you're all of a sudden you're right. That that uh, that idea that you've always had can change very fast. And then even Texas Tech, they offered. 25,000 to 100 hey, players. That's exactly right. Man, wasn't that incredible? Oh, I it's saw amazing. that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, it was 85 scholarship players and 15 walk-ons on the football team. It's just unreal. But then, I mean, there's already issues. There's already issues amongst it with uh, we've had a couple of people come out on the women's side mm-hmm. that are like, hey, y'all are talking about doing this for basketball and track too. What about women's basketball? What about softball? You know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's just... There's a ton of issues underlying all of this. There is. And there is. I'm curious, do you think there'll be any regulations put in place? I think there has to be. I, I, it's almost one of those things where they just got it, it got out of hand so fast that I think it's going to be hard 
to to lasso it back in and try to figure out exactly where the regulations have to fall but i think there's got to be something because there's a lot of i think there's a lot of frustrations that are going around too and and the more i listen to it the more i read about it there's some there's some pretty big name coaches that have come out and kind of they're looking for it and i'm not i mean it's ncaa but those guys carry a lot of weight uh, I think I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. And, yeah, you could say uh, those two coaches, uh-huh. yeah, they carry a little bit they, of weight. They, right, exactly. The They'll listen world. to them, I think. They, oh. they kind of got somebody's ear. So. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't, it'd be an issue. I think. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but, no, it's just it's just crazy. It is. It's just crazy. And I wanted to see your opinion. Are you, I knew you were going to be honest with me. Yes, so sir. So I wanted to see your opinion from a parent's perspective more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the most important part is how – the kid and the parents interact and how they decide to go through with it all. Right. So, I mean, having a son, I can't speak mm-hmm. on that term. I don't have any children. So I have no insight on how I would even go about that with my child. Right. So I was curious as to All of how- a sudden, them getting a paycheck like that and how that's going to influence. and Because the, the whole thing, and, and especially whenever you're talking about tennis, so I'll, I'll talk about my sport specifically. Yes, sir. If you're playing high school tennis, there's a good chance you're not going to be playing professional tennis. You know, those players are in academies somewhere else, and Americans don't make up a big portion of it anyway. No, so, not really. you know, we're, we're, we're kind of, so you're looking at it and saying, well, you know, all that money, that'd be great, man. You get $25,000 to go to Texas Tech or wherever it is, whatever school. But you really want them to still be focusing on what that school offers because tennis is not going to be the end goal. Mm-hmm. Tennis is not going to make you a living. So you've got to look at it, and say, you know, maybe as a coach or something, but you're going to look at the education path. Okay, well, how's that school's college of education? You know, what other uh, programs do they offer? What are, what are some of the benefits to a degree from this school? Not just the money part of it. Even though the money's nice, I get that, and it's hard to ignore, but... It's that. very hard to do. And that's the biggest problem. <laughs> it is. But I, at what point do you become naive right. to not focus on it? Not only sure. that, but how long can you tell them? I mean, you and I just, you just said tennis isn't always going to be there. Right. Or it may right. not be. Right. I mean, it may be, but likelihood, small percentage. Mm-hmm. At what point do you tell your child, hey, look, you can't look at this like that? That's exactly right. And that's the tough part because, you know, I can probably count on one hand the number of collegiate tennis players that turn pro and you're going to see them at the U.S. Open or Wimbledon. It just, it, just, it just doesn't happen. Those guys that you're seeing up there, they started in tennis academies when they were really young. They haven't been playing high school tennis. They didn't play college tennis. You know, they were, mm-hmm. they were working for that. So, yeah, you've got to make sure that you're, you've got that end goal in mind and that you're really focused on, okay, what am I going to do? It's going to be fun. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not playing collegiate athletics. That's a great opportunity. Awesome. You're going to have a great time, great group. But, but what's the end goal and how important is that, that, that piece of paper that you get is going to determine kind of how, how the rest of your life plays out for you. So there's I a lot of important conversations there. From a parent's perspective, how would you go about telling your child that, though? Because, I mean, as a... As a kid at one point, not too long ago, you know, I had dreams and aspirations. Right. And if my dad would have told me, like, look, son, like, this this isn't realistic. Yes. Yeah, you know, exactly. That, that can hurt. <laughs> that can hurt. Sure. So how do you go sure. about telling them that? That, that? that can hurt. I think that, the, and I don't know, we'll see. I'm, hopefully, I cross, whenever I get to that point, I do it the right way. We'll see. No, there's but, not a book. <laughs> right? That's exactly right. No book. 
But man, right now, whenever, whenever, just thinking about it and how I would uh, approach that and kind of go about it, I think that there's a lot of time uh, and and just the the years and years and years uh, that you know, and just like I did with my dad, followed him to games, followed him to venues. We spent a lot of time on the campus, and so I knew that campus. I knew what it was about. I knew there was more than just athletics. I could have told you the different halls and, you know, all that stuff. And my son, I like for him, I like to think, because we've been doing that, you know, we'll do the Carol of Lights, we'll do all that Mm -hmm. stuff, and spend a lot of time at Tech's campus and walk around and, and see that, hey, the college experience, there's a whole lot more to it. And what you're, what you want to do, you know, the, the, the whole goal is to get something that you love. You know, uh, whatever it is that you're doing, you're going to make a huge impact and enjoy what you're doing because, man, if, if you enjoy what you're doing, it doesn't really feel like you're working. You love being out there. You love being around the people that you're working with. And that's the goal is to have fun and, and enjoy life and have a big impact in what you're doing and, and love it. Just love it. And that's something you've preached since yeah. I got here. Yes, you sir. do that not even with just your kids, but I mean, your kids on the court. Yes, sir. You yes, know, sir. I mean, ever since I got here, you've been preaching, just go out there, have some fun. That's right. And I've seen it firsthand. I mean, you've literally told a kid that on the court. <laughs> yes, sir. Go out there, have some fun. And you preached that in your camp as well this summer, didn't you? We did. We we try to hit on that real hard every day whenever we had our talk. That's the number one thing. Tennis is all about having fun. That's the first thing that we want to do because it's a it's the sport of a lifetime. I can play that all the way up until you know, I can't even walk anymore. You know, I've known people who, Dr. Hope had the bypass surgery, was right back out on the tennis court. It's amazing how quick you can get back out there. And and tennis is just good for you. You get out, you get fresh air, you get to move around. It's hard. It's hard. It's tough. Sure, sure. But have fun. Have fun. Because, you know, the the best thing is whenever you go out there in the evenings or something and you see mom and dad and their little kids playing or whatever it is out there just hitting around, they may not know the game real well, but they're just having fun and they're getting out there it's time together with the family it's time together with friends just having fun on the court so i mean just to add to your point our boss john kirby actually plays tennis a lot that's awesome and he loves it oh see there you go if you wanted to talk tennis with anybody that's the guy that's the guy right there right (laughs) outside the door but now flipping back to the season Mm -hmm. you play this friday at 9 a.m and then you play at 4 p.m. Yes, sir. What are we working on right now in this moment to get ready for those games? Yes, sir. So we've had a lot of challenge matches, uh, trying to get kids playing, trying to get them back into that mindset of, all right, this is the match that we need to, the mental IQ, you know, tennis IQ, where we're going to hit the ball, trying to think a few shots ahead, absolutely. Um, We've been working a lot to just try to be consistent, though. That's our biggest thing right now. We want to be able to put a lot of balls in play. If we're going to, if we are going to lose matches, if we're going to win matches, we don't want it to be off of unforced errors. We want to be able to put shots back in play. So good footwork, being able to hustle shots down, being able to get them back in play, and just put the pressure on the other team, on our opponent. Make sure that they're the ones that have to try to keep up with us. You know, uh, right now we're not trying to, I mean, different players are, but right now we're not trying to focus too much on driving winners or anything like that. We just want to be very good. We want to be very consistent. We want to be able to get in rallies, and that'll keep us in points. So we've talked about what we're working on. Mm -hmm. What exactly are the concerns? I know it's not a fun thing to talk about, but what are the concerns going into the fall or even the spring? Sure, sure. Uh, Right now the biggest one is we're young. You know, um, we have zero seniors on our girls' side. We have three on our boys' side. Um, that 
that's pretty young. That's I mean, really young. It, it's good for the future, but, <laughs> but for right now, for it's, right it's, now. it's I mean, you're building a dynasty. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, everybody goes through those rebuilding periods. Last year, we had a lot of them that graduated, that moved on, and uh, this this is that rebuild time. I will say what I've loved about this team and what I love about having them out there is is their work ethic. They are putting in the time. They are willing to work. They'll try whatever you're asking them to try. You know, we've been working on some, some spin serves, getting that slice serve working. We just want to have a nice, consistent serve. We're not trying to hit a whole lot of power, but it feels weird whenever you're changing your grip and we're changing the toss and we're doing all that, but they're working. They're doing it. They're doing what we ask them to do. So right now, I, I love just th – this is a – it's a good group. It's a real good group. Of course, the other thing that's scary is uh, we've, we've picked up several players, but we've got a lot of juniors. So, you know, even though they've, they've never played before, we just picked them up, they're already juniors. Mm -hmm. So it does shorten the time frame that we yeah, have to work have. with them. And then all of a sudden, next year's team, even though we may be inexperienced, will be old. <laughs> we yeah. won't be veterans. That's but we'll, so interesting <laughs> mix. It is. It is. So that one right there, we've been kind of looking at like, man, we, we've got to try to pace them. At, I mean, we don't want to burn them out. But at the same time, we've got to get them going. Right, exactly. we got to get them going because that four-year period that we had to work with them got cut in half. Mm -hmm. And and so that's a that's an interesting challenge. It's been a lot of fun. So would you say your biggest pro going into these two seasons is their work ethic? Yes, definitely. I would definitely say their work ethic. I I love. I mean, they they haven't. You know, we don't hear much of the complaining even even in the heat of the day, which is great. Uh, you know, you love whenever they're out there. They're running. They're doing exactly what you ask of them. They're they're just really and, and they're, we've got a really good group of kids. They're hard workers. They want to be out there. They want to be working. So whatever you're asking them to do, they're ready to go out there and give it their shot. Now they may they may tell you that it's uncomfortable and that they don't. Hey, this doesn't feel right. But they will keep doing it until so far they have anyway. Now now we'll see as we get deeper in the season. But hopefully they keep that up. It seems like it's something you seem to inherit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I feel like every time I talk to you, you tell me that you have hard workers. We do. We really do. We've been very fortunate to get some really, really good, hardworking kids out there. Is that something you teach, or is it really just something you got lucky with? That's a good question. I mean, <laughs> we definitely try to teach them to be hardworking, and we try to put the onus on them. You know, a lot of, and you've been out there at our practices, so we've got we've got drills set up that are going to be very led by me. But then we also put a lot of them in drills where it's going to be player led, and they're going to be hitting back and forth, and they've got goals that they're trying to reach. And so I think that really does help to improve their work ethic and make them work a little bit harder for that. Whenever they've got goals that you know they're they're competing against teammates instead of me yelling at him the whole time <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah whenever i went out there for the very first podcast that we did they were out there working yes and you and i were in here doing a podcast yeah yes sir that's so exactly that's right that's a perfect example of just letting them do them and it seemed to me from what i could tell when i wasn't completely focused on the podcast they were working right you know it's... there wasn't any messing around there wasn't any you know pregnant pauses of not playing tennis yes sir Absolutely. No, they, they do a really good job. They've got a real good grasp on what they need to work on and what needs to be fixed, and they do a real good job of getting out there and getting after it. So, Well, Coach, I hate to say it. I think we ran out of time. Hey, no problem. <laughs> hey, you're going to have to teach me one day. Oh, yes, sir. Play, I, I have no clue. I can't wait. Come out there one of these evenings, and we'll, we'll get everybody out there, right? We'll just oh, make a whole night no, out of it. <laughs> oh, no. I tried to hit a ball in high school, man, and it went the complete opposite direction I needed it to. <laughs> So I don't know about that, but maybe in private. Yes, sir. In private. We'll start there. We'll start there. Yeah, that I don't sounds want to get good. Embarrassed. <laughs> no, I understand that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us in the Game On podcast once again. We had Coach Rich Hammonds, the coach sure. of the tennis team, 
It's always a pleasure. Don't miss out on the action. Download the Brownfield News, Brownfield Online app, and take us everywhere. Never miss your favorite Terry County news, sports, and information. Download the Brownfield News app today.